Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Right now, we're going to talk uh, about the Antarctic, which is always a fascinating topic. We've been in the universe. We've been in outer space. Now we're talking a wonderful expanse at the bottom of the world. Have you ever wanted to work there? Well, Antarctica New Zealand is recruiting 40 people for the 2024-2025 season. And the roles range from carpenter to chef, and they're crucial to scientific research and uh, conservation efforts. So without further ado, the summer base camp manager is Derek Stevens, and we've got him online from Scott Base. Kia ora, Derek. Uh, Kia ora, Mark. How are you? I'm oh, very well. Lovely to have a chat. What's the weather like uh, today at the base? Well, starting to get a wee bit chilly for us now. So in the wind, it's probably about minus 30 outside. The you know the ambient temperature is probably about minus 15. So it's slowly clawing down towards winter winter temperatures. But in the wind, there's definitely a bit of a bite in it today. <laughs> nice summery, uh, balmy 30 degrees minus, eh? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it is. We all get a bit acclimatised down here so that um, what, what is cold for normal people becomes not so cold for us. Yeah. And so it's the same time, isn't it? You're, you're at uh, just 26 before two. Yeah, it is. We're on New Zealand Standard Time down here. And what's it like to work at Scott Base? Oh, look, it's a it's an amazing privilege, you know. We've, you know, we're a nice little slice of New Zealand down here with a cross section of, of people and uh, who work across a range of professions. Everyone from you know chefs through to outdoors instructors through to engineers and everyone else. We need to make this little village, village run, and we you know, we form a tight little community for the sort of five months over the summer when we come down and work here, and we're just at the, the tail end of that now on our way home before we leave this place to. 12 hardy souls to look after Scott Base over the winter. Have you ever wintered over yourself? I have wintered over, but not at, at Scott Base. I've wint- wintered at a uh, sub-Antarctic island called Macquarie Island, which was you know, a pretty amazing experience. And what is that like? I mean, just 24 hours, seven days a week, darkness. Look, it's not it's not dark the whole whole time. It takes, you know, it takes a while to get dark, and then you have a period, and then it sort of starts to lighten up a... Again, it's for a lot of people. It's a you know, it's a pretty amazing opportunity to see something different. That's when mm-hmm. the, you know the weather is at its wildest. It's also when the skies have the auroras and the sort of light shows and the storms are at their at their fiercest. So you get to experience all that and go through that change and then come out the other end, which you know, like we are now, we're just about to exit um, 24 hours sort of of sunlight, which we've had for a number of months, and we'll slowly the sun will uh, you know, eventually set. I think about 1:30 in the morning, and we'll slowly, progressively get darker and darker. Yeah, and so how long have you got before the summer period is over? Oh, we're in our final week now. It's oh, just okay. sort of, it's a matter really of when the weather, you know, when the weather is going to let us out. There's a, we, we live next door to a very large American base called McMurdo and they've got a, they're doing the same thing just at a larger scale, so it's going to, going to take the best part of the next week or so to to get us out once the uh, once it's the weather's good enough to to fly in and then get out again. Yeah, indeed. So, can you tell us anything about the the sort of research that goes on down there? Yeah, we have we're sort of I'd classified into sort of two major parts. So we have a lot of uh, long term science. So we're talking here sort of all sorts of 
uh, installations, uh, whether they're for long-term atmospheric monitoring or ozone monitoring or other sort of upper atmosphere sort of um, science where these have been going on for decades, many, many decades, various experiments, and we constantly have sort of technicians coming to upgrade and work on those equipments. And then over the summer season, we have a, a wide variety. We have you know, probably hundreds of, of sort of scientists and, and researchers who come through the gate each each year, and they vary on what they're doing. Early in the year when it's colder, we're doing a lot of people around the sea ice uh, and various activities about the, the ice itself and mm. what's underneath it and what's affecting it. And then as we get closer to summer, we have people that we send out to all sorts of various locations, everyone from biologists to uh, you know, glaciologists, looking at what's happening on the ice shore, ice, ice core drilling, a whole range of variety which makes this a you know pretty fascinating place to work with the yeah. people you meet and of course you need these people you need 40 people to, uh, to join you with uh, a variety of roles can you go through some of those uh, jobs uh, that are requiring people yeah the first lot of people is what we'd call our base services staff so they'd be you know, effectively the, the hospitality the hotel staff that sort of they cook they provide medical support and also clean the base to keep it operational for everyone. Uh, then we have a team which sort of basically supports the science in the field. So these are a lot of uh, outdoors orientated people, a lot of outdoors instructors, field instructors, people that work with the equipment they need in the field, uh, cargo cargo operators to get everything because we do a lot of our work with helicopters and, and small planes. So, so supporting those aviation assets is uh, is key. Um, we then got to maintain all the infrastructure here. So we've got your stock standard range of of chippies, sparkies, uh, water engineers, power engineers, mechanics, all the sorts of trades that you need just to keep the base running and 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 functional. Um, and then we sort of have the you know the leadership leadership team that sort of runs all that and holds it all uh, holds it all together. So mm-hmm. there's a range of uh, a range of jobs, sort of something in there for almost almost everyone. Yeah, and how do people get in, involved? How do people apply? Well, just the, the first point is just the Antarctica New Zealand website. So that's the that's the first bit, and also you know we've got a lot of stuff on YouTube which gives sort of explanations of the various the various roles, so people can understand it in a bit more uh, in a bit more detail. We go through this in an annual cycle, so it starts quite early. So we're looking at people now who would be starting around the August sort of time frame in um, in Christchurch. We have about sort of a three or four week period before they. Uh, they sort of do some training and other sort of job specific stuff before they head down uh, head down south but it takes a long time to get through medical clearances get through the interviews sort of check people it's um, you know the roles are uh, popular but we're always looking for for good people it's one of the common threads we have down here that we hire really really good people and adventurous people I imagine yeah, and adventurous. Everyone, yeah, everyone's. Yeah, there's there's all sorts uh, down here. We've got everyone from young single people to older older people who are post kids. We've got parents who have got they've you know they've left partners and kids at home. There's a you know there's a variety of everyone everyone down here. But the common thread is that you know they're all after something something different and a bit of an excitement and looking for a you know a bit of a once in a lifetime experience. And for some, are lucky enough to come to come and do it again. Yeah. And what do you do on a day off? Do you have a day off or you work seven days, 24 hours? Uh, so we do. We basically work a six-day week here. So the standard is a, is a Monday to Saturday and our 
a day off is a, is a Sunday. Um, generally, what we try to do is we, we do foster quite a lot of outdoor recreation. So yeah. a lot of the things that you can do in New Zealand, we do here. We sort of we go for walks. We've got some bikes. We've got skis. Um, we actually got our own ski field. So we've probably got the, the definitely the probably the only one on Antarctica in the southernmost club field on in New Zealand. So we've that sort of runs over December, January when it's a when it's a wee bit warmer, which is a you know super cool thing that we we do. And we're just constantly sort of trying to get people out in the outdoors on those Sundays sort of that's that's where we curate, I suppose, the unique and you know, interesting opportunities that people, you know, st- stock their memories by. You've got a tow rope or something, how do you get up the hill? Yeah, no, we've got a tow rope, so it's an old-school nutcracker. So we've got one of those that sort of uh, drags it a couple hundred metres up the hill. It's not a bad little slope. I guess you'd call it a, uh, a beginner's uh, uh, beginner's slope, and yeah. you know, the more adventurous boat can sort of you know, climb a, a little bit um, above there, but we sort of ch- check it all out and make it make it safe, and we set up a bit of infrastructure out there for two months so everyone can, can keep warm, and it's a, yeah, it's a great thing. I think this year we probably had about 15 days out at the ski field some days we'll go there after work it's one of the beauties of it never getting dark you can sort of do things whenever you like yeah. uh, and then Sunday Sunday afternoons are always pretty popular out there mm. so Derek what what advice would you have for someone who thinks that well, this could be the job for me I love a good adventure look I think the first thing is be prepared to give it a go I think I think don't don't self-select if you've if you've got the interest and you've got the motivation you know, um, apply. Secondly, I do do a little bit of research. I think, you know, have a spend a bit of time that uh, what you can. There's a lot of resources online. There's a lot of things on on YouTube. Think about what's here and have yeah have clarity about why you want to do it. You know, we're we're, we're driven by the values of the uh, the organisation and the science that supports support it. So we sort of want people to come with a really clear idea of why they um, why they're here. And then you know, if you if you're successful. Come with an open mind. It's it's about working in a team and and making that team really successful. Psychologically, do you have issues down there at all? In in the sense of the isolation and do people sort of get uh, cabin fever? Uh, it definitely look. It definitely is a consideration, and part of the part of the preparation we do to prepare people come down south is to is to make them aware that you are you know you are in a, in a remote and isolated in, environment. You are living in a very small community you don't get a lot of um, privacy you know a, a majority of your time is with is with others we have shared accommodation and you're in a lot of shared spaces so that is different and people adapt to that uh, differently and also the reality is that whilst you're away life does go on so things can happen at home with 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 family families and friends and members so having to support people through that so we, we do try to prepare people as best we can and the other bit is just you know through our, our leadership and the and the teamwork here is mm. trying to provide a really supportive environment where if something you know someone does have a bit of a hard time or is um is is finding it a bit uh, difficult some days we've got the support there to help them through that. So you've got forty roles available. How many people actually are there uh, at the Scott Base? Um, so at so in the last summer that's just gone at peak we would have had 130 ish something like yeah. that at any point in time. So I think in total we had about 360 odd or something uh, live here at, at anything from one week through to five months over the course of the of of the summer. Um, the scientists would generally come for shorter stays. They could be anything from two to six weeks, and they'll be constantly cycling through. And then on top of the 
standard base staff, that 40-odd people you're talking about that basically run the facility on a day-to-day basis. We have a, a range of other specialist sort of consultants and engineers come down for sort of various other tasks plus um, other works for any sort of project-specific activities we do down here that need of additional labour. And how long is the role these fixed, are they fixed term roles I presume or, or what just do? Yeah, they're fixed term, they're yeah. fixed term roles. So in, my, in most cases they'll start around August, uh, which is that couple of week period in uh, in Christchurch before we go where we sort of form as a form as a team at some point towards the you know, middle to late-ish uh, September. We'll all uh, transit uh, down here, fly down to Antarctica. That's the period where we relieve the the winter team, the winter team then come out and then the summer, summer team look after the, yeah. the base and they go through for this similar towards the end of towards the end of February uh, time frame when we hand back over to the winter winter team and they look after the base. Now one question from Martin says, uh, if Scott base is on New Zealand time, what time is the US base McMurdo next door? Same? Same. Yeah, we all operate. We all operate on New Zealand time because the key you know, the key linkage is you know is the the airhead out across at Christchurch airport where we where we're sort yep. of trans- shipping a lot of our logistics from so we do it all on New Zealand time fantastic hey Derek thanks for chatting with us uh, have a great day down there and uh, yeah good luck with the recruiting once again the website is it, is it Antarctica, Antarctica New Zealand yeah Antarctica New Zealand dot Co.nz or .com? Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, you caught me on the hop now. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's got Co.nz, but I'm, I'm sure that's it. I should know that but myself. Anyway, Google, Google and enter yeah. New Zealand. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.